Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had the big news uh, that broke late last night about Craig Fitzgibbon, that he has signed a contract extension with the Cronulla Sharks as their head coach. Now, Fitzy was already contracted for 2023 and 2024. He signed a three-year deal when he came on at the start of 2022, but they have extended that to 2027, so he's going to be there for another five seasons. And uh, what an incredible achievement uh, what Craig Fitzgibbon has managed to do in such a short amount of time, but even, you know, obviously they finished as a top four side. His halfback, who was playing his first year of, you know, NRL at halfback, won the Dahlia medal uh, by a record margin. And, I mean, you have a look through that side. If you ever look through the side that the Sharkies have named for their game this weekend, just to take you through some of those guys and the impact that Craig Fitzgibbon has had on them, it has been pretty fucking special what he's managed to do with these guys. And look, I was the first one when they sacked Johnny Morris. I said, fuck, I don't know about this. I had had Craig Fitzgibbon on the podcast, knew about his great footy brain. And I said, look, I can see this being successful, but I think it's a huge gamble to take when you consider that John Morris hadn't missed finals footy, essentially. And he'd had so much go against him and been so unlucky during his two or three year period. Uh, just take, for example, he lets Josh Morris go to the Roosters. And then two weeks later, their new star center, who's going to be a superstar for years to come, Bronson Zeri, gets banned from the game. Like, it just doesn't get much more unlucky than that. Wade Graham, Matt Moylan, Sean Johnson, all these guys had injuries during that period. And he still managed to get them to the finals. Granted, in seventh or eighth. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of clubs out there that would fucking beg to finish seventh or eighth two years years in a row. So I thought it was a little bit harsh, to be honest with you, but the Sharkies have been proven 100% spot on. It was a harsh decision to make, but it was the decision they needed to make for this franchise. And when you look back in hindsight, 
The signs were there at the start of the season in two key signings, Nico Hines and Dale Finucane. Now, two quality players, two guys that Melbourne salary cap-wise probably had to let go of, but two guys that you need to consider have been coached by some of the greats. Dale Finucane, I believe, in the early part of his career, coached by Des Hasler and then coached by Craig Bellamy. He doesn't know anything different to those two guys. Nico Hines, he's only been in first grade under Craig Bellamy, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Some would argue the greatest coach of all time. Definitely right up there with the very best of them. Now, those two guys had conversations with Craig Fitzgibbon, met to have a beer, met to have a coffee, whatever it might be, and decided, fuck this guy, despite having nothing, nothing on his record as far as coaching, this is the guy that I think I can build my future around. This is the guy who can get the very best out of me in this system that they've got, which realistically over the last years has never really been a premiership threat. But it was the coach that convinced them over the line. And these two, they know a thing or two about what a good coach does, how a good coach acts, how a good coach communicates, all those things, the values of a good coach. These two know it inside out, in particular, Dale Finucane. And before Craig Fitzgibbon had even coached a game of first grade, they went, yep. This is the guy I'm going to go all in on. This is the guy that I believe can get the very best out of me. The signs were there. I didn't see them. I I, I didn't recognize them straight away, to be honest with you. I didn't think the Sharkies do as good as they did last year, but they were fucking incredible. Dale Finucane obviously had a few injuries last year, and what he is getting older, but it looks like he's really enjoying his footy at Cronulla. He's a tremendous leader of that club. And Nico Hines, well, I mean... The evidence is there, what Craig Fitzgibbon did for him. Fucking incredible. When you go through this side, Will Kennedy was obviously injured for a bit of last year. It's a bit hard to count him, but, I mean, Sianna Katoa and Mulatalo, did they not play the best footy of their careers last year by far and away? I personally think they did. Jesse Ramian, I think he played some of his more consistent footy that we have seen throughout his career. Sifatalakai. Sifatalakai was a fringe forward when Craig Fitzgibbon arrived that you went, oh, maybe you give him jersey 17. Maybe. Maybe, but he's just not consistent enough to rely on, and that's as a forward. Craig Fitzgibbon turned him into one of the most dangerous centres in the comp. Yeah, but he didn't score a try for his last 10 weeks. Who gives a fuck? He was running for 200 metres a week at centre. Open your eyes and appreciate what Craig Fitzgibbon did for this guy. Matty Moylan. We had that stat, stat the other day that Timmy Williams pointed out that Matt Moylan, obviously you got tries, try assists. There's another stat called try contributions, which is when you have a hand in a try being scored, but you are not the last pass or the main guy putting it together. Matt Moylan led the league for that. Matt Moylan also played 26-odd games last year. Unheard of for Matt Moylan. And meanwhile, while he's leading the lead for try contributions, his halfback, the guy next to him, is not only lead, leading the league for Daly M points, he had got the most Daly M points by anyone in a season ever. They had an easy draw, sure. Do you think there are many of those bottom eight teams that could have had Cronulla's draw and finished in the top four? Personally, I think that's bullshit. I don't think there's a hope in hell that many teams could have done what the Sharkies did last year. Toby Rudolph gone to, a next le- to the next level. Blake Braley, they signed Jaden Beryl in the offseason. He, he got Queensland Cup hooker of the year the year before and fucking killed it. He didn't even get a look in because of how well Blake Braley was going. His best season by far and away. Shock me. Under Craig Fitzgibbon. Royce Hunt, his best season. We've been talking about him for two or three years, saying he's got all this potential. He just needs an opportunity. Craig Fitzgibbon backs him in. He goes to a new level. People are, people are raving about Royce Hunt this preseason. Britton Okora, he was fantastic last year. Teague Wilton. Teague Wilton has come from nowhere to force Wade Graham, a club legend, to the bench. 
He was fantastic for the Sharkies last year. Dale Finucane, the skipper in 13. What about Cam McInnes? Coming off the bench, he's one of the best impact players in rugby league. And Craig Fitzgibbon has addressed what I said a couple of years ago. He's not a hooker. He's a 13. He's always been a 13. He's too tough for his own good. He, he shouldn't be in the dummy half role. He hasn't got the passing ability to do it anyway. He's good coverage, but he's a 13. He's got to make that decision. The other thing that Craig Fitzgibbon's done is he's got Wade Graham, who he knows Wade Graham's getting on a little bit. He knows that the best thing for the Cronulla Sharks is that Teague Wilton is there. And whether this is just Wade Graham being the sort of he is or whatever it might be, There's you've heard no controversy about that. There's been no sign at any point whatsoever that Wade Graham isn't happy at the Sharks, despite being the captain and a club legend and now having to move to the side for a young guy. I mean, how many other clubs do you think that transition would be that smooth? Once again, credit to Craig Fitzgibbon and the culture he's built. Oregon Kafusi, what a signing from Parramatta. He is going to be fucking unreal for them. And the last thing they probably needed was more front row forwards. When you go through and have a look at this squad, it's incredible. Hamlin Uele, before he got injured last year, I would argue for the first six to eight weeks, he was the form front rower in this competition. I think he's going to have a massive year in 2023 as well. Then you go to the extended bench. Braden Trindle, he went and played for the Indigenous All-Stars the other night. He topped the game for receptions. Most touches of the football out of everyone. He can't even get a look into this side. Jack Williams, he has been a mistake machine over the years. He's improved without a doubt. Other guys in this team, um, Thomas Hazelton that played the other night, fuck, he was impressive. I personally still think he'll get a gig in this team. He's on the extender bench uh, for this trial, but I think he'll come into the side. Daniel Atkinson. Now, keep in mind, he had his fullback, Will Kennedy. He had his second fullback, Kay Dykes. He had his third fullback, Lockie Miller, who Lockie Miller, by the way, pluck from nowhere. All of a sudden, he's now playing fullback for the Newcastle Knights, so KP can play 5'8", because Craig Fitzgibbon got so much out of him. He lets him go. Then his fullback does his ACL. Then... They signed Daniel Atkinson, who's been floating around the Falcons for a couple of years in the Melbourne system, never played first grade. I'm sorry, he was right up there with players of week one trials. He's only arrived at the fucking club this week. I mean, can we start to sit back and appreciate what Craig Fitzgibbon is doing and how incredible his squad is? I've just read through all that, right? All this unbelievable depth. You know who isn't even on this list? Connor Tracy, probably the most the, the guy with the most utility value in this entire team and potentially the whole competition. He can play halves, he can play fullback, he can play center, he can play wing, he can do it all. He can cover every single backline position and he's not even going to get into this side. You've got Ikevalu, who whenever he comes in, he's an absolute weapon as well. He's now unearthed young Iroh and I think he's going to turn him into a star. I reckon he's going to be in the side by the end of the year. I mean, what Craig Fitzgibbon is building at the moment and what he's building at the Sharkies and the culture is unbelievable. Did they finish the season how they wanted to last season? No way. But I keep saying, if it would have been the Sharkies that kicked that field goal instead of Val Holmes, I think it's a very, very different story about the Sharks' season. I think people are looking at it, doom and gloom, they did well, oh, but they choked in finals. If it was the, if the shoe was on the other foot and they got and they won that game, which personally I thought for seventy five minutes they were the better team in that game. The Cowboys came home at the end. The Sharkies obviously got a player sent from the field. They kicked a forty five meter field goal to win the game. If that game goes slightly differently at the back end, which I believe it quite easily could have, I think we're looking at the Cowboys and going, oh fuck, they did so well, but they choked in the end. They went out in straight sets. Instead, we're looking at the Sharkies that way, and that was a real sliding doors moment uh, when it comes to how people consider the Sharkies. I still think they're going to do well this year. Will they be a top four side? I think they'll be there and thereabouts. I think they'll be very close to it. With their depth, they should be. And I genuinely think that over the next few years, under Craig Fitzgibbon, based on what he's built in 12 months, 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I genuinely do think the Sharkies can win their second premiership under Craig Fitzgibbon. They're getting to a point now where I think they're going to be able to go out in the market and sign guys for unders, realistically. I think they're going to be able to go out and get guys a little bit cheaper. The other thing that I love about their squad, if you have a look 1-7, to their best back line, Will Kennedy, Katoa, Ramian, Talakai, Mulatalo, Matt Moylan, Nico Hines. How many of those guys are going to play Origin this year? I would say none. Sifatalakai may be a shot. Nico Hines, he should, but he probably won't realistically because of all the depth we have in 14, 7, and 1. So I can't see Nico Hines getting in there. Probably not at 5'8 either. You've got Jack White and Burton. Luai's already got a mortgage on the fucking thing. So their entire back line, I don't think any of them play Origin. So they get to keep him for the entire year, and you also don't have the little bump that you get from a contract when a guy goes and play or, plays Origin and dominates there as an Origin player. You don't get that with these guys. You have a look at their forward pack. Toby Rudolph, Blake Braley, Royce Hunt, Britt Nakora, Teague Wilton, Dale Finucane. I don't think any of those guys play Origin this year either. I don't think any of them get close to playing Origin. Dale Finucane is probably the only one that you could consider. Obviously, you've got Royce Hunt and Britt Nakora who can't play Origin. The other guys won't. I don't think Cam McInnes will be there. Wade Graham won't be there. Oregon Kafusi won't be there. Hamlin Uele won't be there. There is literally no one in their squad that's going to disappear for three months smack in the middle of the season. This team is going to be together all fucking year building combinations. And at no point are they trying to keep someone for huge overs because they're now an Origin player. The only one, the only ones in this team that have played Origin are Sifatalakai. I don't know if he gets back in there as a center, as a bench guy, n- knowing Freddie. I probably don't think he will. The only other one that's played Origin is Dale Finucan, who I don't think is at that level anymore, and Wade Graham, who I also don't think is at that level anymore. Cam McInnes, he's been in a squad. He hasn't played Origin yet. He might be a shot. But, I mean, you just have a look through this entire squad and how they've built it and, you know, the guys they've got coming through as well. The guys in the trial last week were fucking sensational. The guys that they signed, Iroh, uh, Puru, like, these guys were fucking great. Jack Williams, as I said, I thought he was tremendous the other night. I just think what Craig Fitzsimmons has built here has sort of flown under the radar to some extent. I've been so impressed with what he's done. He has overachieved when when I consider what I thought he was going to achieve at the start of the year. But I don't think saying he's overachieved is fair. I think it's just fair to say I was fucking wrong. I underestimated what Craig Fitzgibbon was capable of doing. And now in hindsight, when you look back on Dale Finucane and Nico Hines walking out of the Melbourne Storm system with many clubs after him, after them, and they go, you know what? I'm going to back in the rookie coach that's never coached a game before. There's just something about me. There's something about him that tells me he's going to be a winning ticket. He is going to be onto something special with the Cronulla Sharks, and we can be a big part of that and really play our best footy under this guy. And, I mean, fuck, tell me the blokes were wrong. Tell me Nico Hines is running. He's holding a Dalian medal now. Fucking incredible. It's his first year at halfback. He was still learning the position. I thought he looked heaps better for the All-Stars the other night. Like, next 2023 could be Nico Hines' best year so far. We don't know. It's scary to think of the potential that he's still got to achieve throughout his career. I, I love everything about Craig Fitzgibbon and what he's done at the Cronulla Sharks. I've been so impressed. And as I said, I genuinely do believe the Sharkies can win their second premiership under Craig Fitzgibbon. I think they will be a premiership threat for the next few years to come. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.